depression is so real Water down windows And I can't see what I like shine Cause I'm so caught in what I know Don't see the shit that I see Don't feel the things that I feel They be capping for their IG And they swear to God they so real You know fuck about how they pick me Long as my sons know who I'm in Another body, another one kill I say paranoia, brain shit And them dead presidents what it do, what it do, this your boy Larvy Larv with another podcast. This is episode number nine. Um, Larvo Talk has been doing great. Um, I have been off the air for two weeks. Uh, I was dealing with a week. My sister passed. Uh, it's been a year since she passed away, so we celebrated that. So that was a tough week for me. Um, and then we got new blessings, you know, coming in my life as well. So um, we are back. So today we do have... Duke the God on here, Duke yes, Jones, uh, happens boy. to be my uncle as well, um, full with a lot of wisdom. Um, so we're going to tackle a, a big topic today um, that a lot of people deal with, uh, anger and depression. Um, I feel like this is a topic that not a lot of people uh, want to come out and speak about or they don't feel comfortable speaking out, but I feel like everybody at some point in your life, you deal with, uh, you deal with somebody that got anger issues or yourself. Or somebody with depression, or somebody that you know that has depression. Well, I think everybody deal with depression. At the yes, end of the day. It's, it's different phases of depression. It's, we're gonna we're gonna tackle that topic as well. We're gonna hit uh, how you deal with depression, how you deal with anger, um, helping others open up about their anger and their depression because it's hard for somebody to open up if you if you see it and you're blind to it. The fact you you're contributing to it. So that's what I want to throw out there. If you see somebody and you know that they're not who they typically are, they're not that shiny person. They're going through something. You got to set them down one on one. Don't do it in front of people talk to them let them know that you've been there or you're you're their support you're you're their backbone when they need you to be there because a lot of people that deal with depression that lead them into suicide and things like that it starts with them being overlooked because they don't they don't get that that recognition because it's hard to deal with depression and open up about it exactly and so today we're gonna start off with relationship because i think a lot of people in relationship uh go through a lot of depression as well um so duke what do, how do you feel about far as relationship relationships it's it's a lot of things that lead to depression in relationships the lack of communication is key in a relationship if you're not communicating and talking with your partner you don't know where she's at or he's at mentally you always want to be open to ideas your partner throw out there because if you're shutting down every idea that uh your loved one is throwing out at you or they got an idea and you overlook that idea that can lead to them to not even want to display those ideas or to give you those ideas out there like let's just say you're planning a trip you want to go to Vegas, your, your loved one want to go to uh, Cancun or something, and you shoot down to Cancun because you're like, I don't want to go to Cancun. That, that leads your partner to shut down on you. So she can become depressed or he can become depressed because their ideas are getting put on the back burner because a lot of the times it's, it's selfishness instead of selflessness in a relationship. And I want to be keen on what I just said. Selfless means you think about others first. Selfish means you're number one priority. Correct. And I think like far as the relationship depression, um, it goes with uh, a little confidence, too, in, in, in your partner feeling comfortable in who they are. Um, I think sometimes people have high expectations and maybe that relationship person uh, can't reach those, you know, that that level that yes. they want. Yes. And then they feel depressed because like, damn, I'm trying my hardest to do this for this person, you know, and I'm trying to do everything that I'm, you know, that, that they want me to do. And I'm falling short every time. Yes. So I feel like that has a, a big thing. Um, to do with uh, depression in a relationship. And comparisons of your relationships and somebody else's relationship. We're not fucking Beyonce and Jay-Z. We won't be 
uh, those those big couples that you see doing all that magical stuff, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scene that got them to that point. Correct. If you're basing your relationship off of your best friend's relationship and they're doing good and they're taking trips and they have money and ETC and your relationship is struggling, you can become depressed from seeing that relationship and not putting those steps in your relationship to make your relationship shine right. like theirs or outshine theirs for that that uh that matter of speaking because a lot of people become obsessed with those relationships that oh he bought her this he bought her a house and, right why you don't buy me that yeah like, and <laughs> the expectation maybe that that man or that woman ain't in that financial situation that can get you to that platform to be in that relationship but in time they will get there if you guys both set your goals to where you want to be and you have similar goals you're on the same page in the same book i mean you will get there over time Absolutely. And then you think, like, what do you think about, like, social depression? I think- social depression, a lot of people are quiet. So uh, the, the topic of social depression is those who are, who mask their depression. There's a lot of people that are big butterflies when it comes to being social, but inside they can be dealing with a lot of pre- depression. And a lot of people mask that with being excited and outgoing. So the social depression could be the most talkative person, nicest person in the room could be dealing with the most hardest stuff, but he's learned to mask his depression with becoming either social or non-social. So it's it's easier to pick up when a person is non-social, depression, you'll see it. Their actions will show you that they're they're sad. Like you know may not notice, but a lot of a lot of sadder people try to sleep and because sleep is where they feel like they don't have to deal with the depression. Right. Or 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 drugs. Or drugs. A or lot of drugs. people want to say it's because of this is the reason I'm hooked on drugs because you open that door and then it's it's hard to close that one if you're using drugs to deal with depression because even 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 weed like I know a lot of people in the world smoke weed and not a lot of people on them hard drugs like coke and all that other stuff but even weed like you see people that smoke all day you know and I ain't saying they depressed but nope. so that's how some people deal with it yes. like you know like they need drugs to some of us just love to burn it too though yeah that's it <laughs> yeah but yeah definitely definitely uh, a big thing when it comes to to dealing with uh, a person that's dealing with depression and they're doing stuff that's showing you they're depressed. Just be understanding. Just try to be understanding. Open your ears. Open your heart. I mean, you really want to try to listen from the from the inside because a lot of people will be sitting there, you'll be talking, and they're, yeah, yeah, this, that, and the third. They hear nothing you said. Mm-hmm. And if you're a person that's dealing with something deep and you around people that, that are just yeah, yeah, and nod, nod, and yes, man, in your conversation, you want to limit yourself to the amount of time you give that person. Right. And then what do you think about like emotional? Like I can say like far as like family, like like say you go around family, they don't accept you or you always the, the bad apple of the family. I think a lot the of people, sheep. the black sheep of the family. Yes. I think a lot of people get depressed off that because it's like, dude, like y'all, y'all supposed to be people that I, that love me. And you treat you know, me different gotta, than yeah. you treat my other siblings. Exactly. And, and say we, you call and check up on me. But my brother is also your, your uncle or your nephew or your cousin or your brother. You know, I mean, you need to reach out to everybody in the family. You can't a lot of family and emotional um, depression as far as family goes is caused by the family not being there for the family. And we got a big family. I mean, to say the least, we have uh, we have so many people in this family, we can't even keep up with everybody. There's a lot of birthdays that go overlooked. We, don't, we barely reach out on it because there's still love there. But we do got to, as a family, this is more personal for me. As my family, we want to we wanna become closer as far as reaching out, just reaching out. Because there's so many you get overlooked because... Maybe you call this nephew and don't check on that nephew, or you calling this cousin and not checking on that cousin. Right. And it, it creates a, a state of damn. They don't mess with me as tough as they mess with my sibling, but we all grew up together. He right. was he, that's my cousin same too. Mama, that's same dad. You feel me? So that is that's deep. And a lot of people that that have bigger families, you notice that there's a lot more sadness in that family, like the entire family, not just in you know single people, because 
it's a huge family. It's hard to keep track of where everybody at mentally and everything. Exactly. And I would say like the biggest the biggest part for me as far as depression, like just in general, seeing it, um, even experience some of it, at, you know, at some point in my life um, is the financial part financially depression where, you know, you can't afford your bills, like you struggling, like you, um, eviction notices, you know, uh, your job only make this certain amount of money, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So now I got to work two jobs to, to make sure everything good. I think a lot, I think that's the main, uh, uh reason why a lot of people get depressed is fi- money wise. But like you said, even famous people got the bread, Yeah, but they still dealing, dealing with, with depression. depression you know let's say, let's so, take, uh, Robert Williams, for example. Everybody loved the man behind Flubber. Nobody knew that that smiling face, that happy heart, that man that brought us so much, Miss Doubtfire, and all of these wonderful those shows that we connected with on a personal level because he, the amount of love he put into those those roles that he played, those are that we didn't see that in real life. He dealt with, he wasn't Miss Doubtfire all the time. He wasn't Flubber. He wasn't this happy Disney character that Disney painted. And right. when he killed himself due to suicide and depression. That took a, a total turn on my life because that was one of my role models. A lot of people don't know that, but I looked up to Robert Williams because for me, he was never afraid to be himself. He took on diverse roles and he masked his depression. I mean, mm-hmm. well, I mean, we were all blind to it until then. So, I mean, happy wife. He had a happy life, kids. And I mean, he was doing great. I mean, multi-million dollar man. And there he is committing suicide. So money money can't always make you depressed. It's, it's the feeling of emptiness. Sometimes depression is, is deep, deep rooted that you're even unaware of where it came from. It could just be a spark that, that's lit up one day and you just feel this sadness, this emptiness. When that happens, or if it does, or if it has happened, the easiest way to start, open up, talk about it. Let somebody know. Yeah, because I would say the first time to be real, and I'm going to be real on the show, you know, I ain't going to tell all my business. But when my sister passed, I feel like that was one of the first times that... I felt like deep depression. Like it, it, sometimes I deal with shit, and I just you know yes. I just deal with it, you know, because as a and I would say not even just as a black man, but in people in general, they just kind of got to deal with their shit. Yes, you know what I'm saying, and they don't they it don't go said it's not a conversation that come up with nobody else. It's like I'm gonna deal with it and move forward. Yes. So when my sister passed, it took a lot out of me, and it was like I can't even be strong for this one. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I can't even fake it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like a lot of people that deal with deaths. Um, the depression of losing somebody that you talk to every day or you love, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that, that really take a toll out of you, you know what I'm saying? And there's different ways to, to, to cope with that stuff. But I feel like, uh, overall, um, when, when that shit happened to my sister, dog, I didn't, I didn't think like my mind was gone. Like I was still working and shit, you know what I'm saying? They gave me a few days off, but I was... I was out of it, dog. Empty. It's the, yes. the feeling of emptiness because that, that part of my life is gone. Yeah. And I remember the day that happened. My nephew came over here and I could see it. I could feel it. And as soon as he touched me, I just broke down. We we cried. I mean, I cried for like an hour. Though. I went to work still crying. I parked my truck in the racks and cried, bawled my heart out. Couldn't collect myself. And then I had to think as as a man, as a as a family member, as, a, as who I am today, a lot of the situations we put ourselves in, we got this... I got this saying. I'm going to speak for myself. I'm not going to generalize it. I got a saying in my head that the show must go on. So it's a lot of places in life where I've been. We're dealing with my mom, dealing with stage four cancer through her entire body. Um, us, I had to take a month off from work uh, and just take that time and just focus on what was most important in my life. And one of the things that my mom was telling me, she said, be strong. This is what God planned for me. I'm going to be all right. And it's sad to hear that from somebody who's going through what they're going through, but her faith is so strong. Mm-hmm. It takes my faith to a whole new level. Even me being, I wouldn't say the most religious person of all, all the people I know, but it definitely takes a, a hold of my life as far as religion go. 
But it also teaches me to be strong, even in the, the my weakest hour, even in your weakest hour. You got to remember there's a strength that's inside of you that no one else has because no one else lives your life. No one else deal with what you deal to day with the day. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that you have to face that no one else in the entire universe might ever face. And you got to let this song play in the back of your head. It's it's just like the, the show must go on. And, and that that'll bring you strength, but that also can cause you to be sad because even though the show goes on, there's a lot of shit missing. There's a lot of there's. There's some scenes that's cut out, so to speak, in that show. So yeah, um, and I and I and also feel like it's okay not to be okay. And yes. that's what my friend like. Shout out to Ashley because she reached. A lot of people reached out to my sister yes. past, but Ashley, um, she she told me it's okay to not to be the superhero because I'm always yes. I'm always yes. ahead of my family. You know, I always want positive vibes in my family. You know, the whole nine. And at at that point, she knew like, damn, like he ain't the same. You know what I'm saying? And who? I mean, that's that's obvious. I wouldn't, but. It's okay not to be the superhero. And that is lovely. Once some we we want to reiterate I mean? that. We also want to throw out that uh, that phone number to that suicide hotline. The number is 1-800-273-8255. If you don't know how to personally open up to someone and you're dealing with suicide, go ahead and give that give that number a call. And there's people there to reach out for you. There's programs. There's other people that's going through the same thing you're going through. Um the number again is 1-800-273-8255, suicide prevention. Uh, I know a lot of people may think that uh, uh, someone taking their life is selfish, but we don't know what they're dealing with personally because they're not only they're not only hurting themselves, they're not only getting rid of life. The, the people around you hurt more when you commit suicide because maybe they weren't uh, okay with where you were in life or maybe they had to say their last goodbyes or maybe you guys were in an argument or a dispute and that can bear down on them for the, their entire life and they may end up committing suicide due to the fact that they feel like they were the reason you committed suicide. So it can be a chain reaction. And, and that's Yeah, and it's all levels that people that committed suicide. And I'm not saying it's okay. Um, that's why I really want to speak about it. And I chose to talk about this topic because a lot of people, they just don't speak about it. You know what I mean? Like you hear, like I, I scroll down Facebook every now and then and somebody talking about me, I'm depressed. I don't know what to do. Like y'all pray for me. Like, and they got kids and all this other stuff and they just don't know what to do. The, that hotline, man, reach out to that hotline if you're feeling that way, because like I said, death, relationship, finance, anything like that, that's that's real life issues that a lot of people go through that don't speak upon it. So don't think that you by yourself. Don't think that you're the only one going through some depression shit or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? If you can't if you and if you can't cope with it, reach out. That's what that stuff is for. Use your resources, man. True, true. And another thing, like a lot of people become bound to their work, their job. Their job is their number one source of depression. They may have a great job. They may make $100,000 a year, but that job is not what their heart desires. So that'll lead them to feel like I'm working a dead end job. I'm getting up, busting my ass. I'm feeling unappreciated, even though I got money. At the end of the day, I'm sad because I've locked myself into this commitment with this job and I don't feel that same uh, love reciprocating back. Mm -hmm. So... A lot of the people that have jobs that they hate and they, I, I hate my job and that'll cause you to hate your job. That'll cause you to hate your life. And that anxiety and that stress will be shown into your relationship, your relationship with your friends, your kids, your loved ones, because you're in a state where you don't even know that your number one cause of your depression was your work related. Mm-hmm. If you're waking up every morning just hating to put on those work boots or throw on those dirty ass work jeans. You're going to be in a state of mind when you get to work that you're not going to have a good day because you're already hating the day from the beginning. So what you want to do is you want to get you a job or a hobby. Let's just say a hobby on the side. You can have a job you hate, but if you're doing something outside of that job that's going to help you love what you're doing and that job helps support that, it's going to push you further. It's going to help you steer away from not having that I hate work mentality. 
I've worked since I was 14 years old. I mean, I'm a nine to fiver. I mean, hustling had always been in my blood. I mean, we got a lot of hustlers in the family, but I hustle as well. But those those days I get up and I go to my job and I'm feeling like I hate my job, I'll try to do something at work that won't make me hate so much. Just stand out a little bit more, change up something. Like maybe I go this way through the rack and I'll go this way just to change it up because it could be my same routine, that that, that mundaneness that's also causing me that right. state of emptiness or depression when it comes to work relation. Yeah, and when you're looking for a job, I know like money motivates me, money, blah, blah, blah. Like I, I get that. But you also want to attend to a job as well that you, you want to go to every day. And, and, and sometimes you got to be put in that position. Sometimes you got to go through these bullshit jobs or certain jobs to get to where you want to be. I the get build it. up. Yeah. But like he said, like a lot of people go to wake up in the morning and be depressed to go to work. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't they don't want to be here, but they know that this is this is what to get the bills paid. So I got to do with this and I got to do this for my family. Um, so at the end of the day, take care of yourself first. Yourself become you put yourself before your job. You damn you know straight. what I'm saying. At the end of the day, your mental your mental is everything. I feel like a lot of people we don't we don't um, strengthen our mental. Yes. Um, well, I, I can say that I do, but I'm, I would say uh, I would say in general, I, I feel like a lot of people don't. Um, just because you can tell, you know what I'm saying. Some things break people down. I wouldn't say that shouldn't, but the little things. But also at the same time, I got to be, you know, look at both sides because those little things could be accumulation. The the, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The difference from somebody like, fuck this, I'm done. I don't, don't want to be here no more. The, the build like, up. Yeah. Like that, that shit could be the, the altar of everything. So, but at the end of the day, it's just, you know, as far as work, you know, like I said, the money going to motivate you, but also, you know, go somewhere where you also feel like, okay, I can deal with this. Like without, I any, like this job. Any pro- I yeah, like these like, people. This going to be cool. I like <laughs> management. A lot of the yeah. team, a lot of the time, management can cause a person to fucking hate their job. Shout out to those management teams that come out there, get on the floor, do some work with the workers. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Y'all greatly appreciate it. A lot of people don't tell them that. But there's a lot of management teams that they'll sit there and treat you like they just driving the you're you're just a slave. And they'll you do even start to feel like a slave. You even tell myself, man, I feel like a slave. Yeah. That's the the lack of appreciation that causes you to feel like that. Cause you've mm-hmm. never seen the the big man come out the big house and work in the field with the field niggas. Let's just let's just throw it like that. So when you do get a management team that get out there in the field with you, you got to appreciate them. And that'll also cause you to like your job more. You don't want to be somewhere where management look like you better get this done. You know what I mean? And putting yeah. you on the time restriction and everything because that'll cause you to stress yourself out and, and lead to you to, once again, hate that job. And do you feel like, so we're just going to transition. Do you feel like depression leads up to anger? Yes. True story. True story. A lot of people that are depressed and don't know how to deal with it become angry. Because they don't know why they're depressed. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and switch it over to, to anger now and dealing with anger. A lot of people don't know how to cope with anger. They Same as depression, they'll lean into drugs. They'll lean into living an angry lifestyle where they feel like they got to do shit to make other people mad because they're mad. And that's the big, why you mad? You feel me? Like, a lot of times you got to question your, your closest partner and be like, hey, bro, why you mad? Right. <laughs> they don't even know. So that that's going to stress you out not knowing why they mad. But once again, it's them being mad and... If you don't want to be around somebody that's angry, somebody that's always constantly that down and and doing all of this shit that you know that they're trying to either make some shit that worse than what it is already, they're, what I call that is feeling the fire. So if you around people that constantly feel the fire, that's angry and they want everybody around, they want an angry response from everybody, it's fuck you, fuck that, fuck life. Those people, those people will bring you down and you'll be stuck in that same boat with them. You'll be just as mad as they are. Now, now people will be asking you, why you mad? Mm-hmm. So... Try to still clear all those people that put you in a situation where you got to ask them why they mad. If you're happy and you get around somebody and they, your energy don't match, 
get away from them because most of the time either they'll take your energy from you or you'll give them they'll take their, your energy from you or you'll give them too much of your energy that'll cause you to be in that same boat as them mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of people like me personally like i've had my anger problems you know what i'm saying like far as like coming up as a kid you know cause i was dark the dark skin, you know, when you in class, Black you at school, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. lights go off, you on the projector, yeah, like, we're larvae, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, black, you black as a crayon, and shit like that, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying, but I, I've also been the person to deal with it, because I'm like, I got jokes too, but you if you that person that's just getting grilled and roasted, it's like, damn, that could be that depressing. shit gonna build you up, and that's why, and I, I ain't gonna say this is why, but that's why some of these kids in school shooting up the schools too, though. Because they're getting bullied. Yeah. And all a bully is is a person that's angry and nobody talk to them about their anger. So a lot of the times, if you sat down and tell your bully, like, why are you doing this to me, man? Like, what do you get out of this? How do you feel? Like, what's really wrong with you? Your bully might break down. He might beat your ass one more time after that, but he might want to become your friend too. So right. always ask somebody, like, why you feel like you have to be like this towards me? If there's someone that's giving you an attitude in the workplace, at the career, maybe your loved one, you got to ask them, why are you being like this towards me? Are you mad? And you want me to be mad or why are you mad? Right. I mean, you got to constantly ask that question because and, go ahead. Uh, because you don't know. You don't know. Like, you can go to work and your, your boss could have had a shitty day with his fiance or something. But he comes to work and he's like, nah, nah. and you're thinking like, what the fuck did I do wrong to him? Maybe you did absolutely nothing, bro. Just mad and let bro chill or wait till y'all get up work and tighten him up. I mean, I'm not saying this for my personal life or <laughs> personal experience, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I feel like... Uh... Dealing with anger, you know what I mean? I feel like people, um, they abuse others. You know, that's why you see, like, abusive relationships, um, more more uh, uh, fight, jail. It's like, it's different levels of anger. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody, I don't know, they just wake up mad. Okay, that's different. But are they consistently mad every day they wake up? Or, you know, or to somebody mad to the point they want to go shoot and kill somebody. You, damn you know straight. what I'm saying? So it's, yeah. it's different levels, you know. And I always ask myself, because like I said, I had, I had some anger problems. I always ask myself, is this shit worth it? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's, it's me, whether it's me about to fight. I went to all white college. Um, I've dealt with uh, racism. You know what I'm saying? I've dealt with people just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not the target, but I felt like when I was at a white, being the only, well, one of the only black men at an all white school, that you kind of like a target, low key. Rather you play sports and use yep. that dude or not, they still it's people that come from out of town, from these farm countries. They're still gonna, you know, try you. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I said I always ask myself, is this shit worth it? You know what I'm saying? And I'm the type of person that's, I'm by my respect. Like if you disrespect me, I, I'm instantly I'm gonna be angry. You know what I'm saying? But it's also like I said. Is it worth it to go to jail? Is it worth it to, to kill somebody? Is it worth it to even... I mean, you can even be a target to be killed. You know what I'm yeah, saying? True. So just because you think you're this rough, rough, tough guy, hey, somebody can check your ass too. You dang go you know straight what I'm because so, uh, bullets put down a lot of people that lift weight, strong, big, muscular, goddamn UFC fighters. Bullets hurt. And I don't know personally because I haven't put myself in a, a position to catch one, but uh, I got plenty to throw out. <laughs> and I, I would hate to have city, to do city, that. Bang, bang. You know I would hate to have to do that. <laughs> but yeah, and then also, Duke, do you feel like like the upbringing uh, in a home affects how you deal with anger? Yeah. In a household where anger is constantly displayed, whether it's the mama beating the daddy ass, 
Cause ain't no nigga putting their hands on mama. Let's keep it real. Or the, or the daddy beating the mother ass, and you see that, and you become that child that you're you're sad because you can't stand up for your your mom or your dad, and you don't do nothing. So the anger resonates within you. It, it's gonna hold inside of you. It's gonna connect your spirit to this this angry demon, so to speak, that leads you to put that utilize that same shit you grew up seeing into your relationship. If you saw your dad whooping your mom ass when she got out of line or said something reckless or showed out in front of your homies and. You're going to be feeling like you're entitled to do that because that's how you were brought up and and that you're angry because maybe you as a child didn't do nothing about that. And that turned you into your your mom or into your dad that affects you completely different. So the way you were raised and the way you dealt with anger as a shorty or the way your family displayed anger as a shorty will affect you for the entirety of your life. Mm -hmm. There's no way around it. There's there's a way to reteach, to learn and unlearn. So you're going to have to unlearn and relearn and teach yourself these new ideas, these these expressions, so to speak, that'll keep you clear of anger. Because anger bears down on your life and it rears its ugly head. There is no escaping. Once the lot of decisions that you make that are made out of anger, you can't take those back. Those are the decisions that lead to someone getting their life taken, lead to long stints in prison, lead to losing that person that you never thought you'd be able to live without. When you're angry, you don't think. You're not able to think because your brain is blocking out your consciousness, your awareness, your morals, and it is just feeding you anger. You see red like, like a bull. Mm. You see red. And when you see red, it's never good. A lot of things in life are, are, are destroyed due to someone that was angry who destroyed that. So when I'm, when I'm at my maddest, when I'm at my peak, when I feel like I can't breathe because I'm going to fuck something up, I take a second and I don't talk to nobody. I get away from everybody. I put on an instrumental. I mean, I, these things helps me. You know what I mean? I'll, and maybe I'll just put on the sound of water just to help recirculate my blood, just to get me, bring me down, to de-escalate how I'm feeling. Because a lot of people, once you get to that that climax, the only thing oh, you can me. do is be violent. And oh, there's nobody me. that can get in your way. Maybe someone's trying to stop you and you destroy them because you're like, get me, let me the fuck go. You ever, everybody's seen those fights where the best friend will try to get in the way. Like, homie, don't do that. And then they end up getting their ass beat up or pieced up because the homie did not see that that was their friend at the time. When you're red, everyone becomes a target. They're an enemy now. So it can be your girlfriend standing in the way of you about to fight somebody and she you're so mad at her because you feel like she's holding you back. Maybe she's saving your motherfucking life, G. Right. You may want to take that into but you can't breathe. You can't see. You're only seeing red. So here you go pushing her to the ground, maybe busting her head open and then getting your ass whooped by the homies that was, you feel me? So right. Put yourself in a whole different situation. Breathe. Count to 10, man. Close your eyes and just think about it. Think, 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 think. Even though you're seeing red, think, breathe, and tell yourself, this isn't me. This isn't me. This is not who I am. It's a mantra you have to chant sometimes and say, this isn't me. When you get out of character, you out of character. Slime, you out of character. You got to sit back and relax and tell yourself, is this me? Is this who I am? Am I this person? And don't don't let that person, because a lot of people... You, you build it up and that person keep pushing you and pushing and they you want push you to they want to see you they want to see you, to they see you and, and at I, your and I would say especially in relationships oh yeah um hit me motherfucker hit me yeah hit me why you would know? you say that you know and it just it just it's just, it just it, I call it bait it they is. just baiting you in to, to get you to go and to if jail. you're if you're <laughs> seeing red already that's all you need to hear is the confirmation oh you want me to hit you and here you are sitting in jail begging that person to come get you out Cause you ain't ate in two days and the food is fucking terrible and, <laughs> and the CEO being mean to you right now and won't let you make that call. You right. feel me? Don't put yourself in situations where when you're in that situation, you're mad that you're in that situation because let's get back to where it started. It started with you putting yourself in that situation. Right. And like I said, always, always think about is this shit worth it? 
I always think about is me. Cause I, I've been in that situation where I've been into it with somebody and I, I, I've been looking at like this, this is where I'm going to hit this motherfucker oh, right God. here. Oh, I'm going to hit this motherfucker right there. Oh, he keeps talking, oh, but I've caught myself so many times, bro. And to squash it, then we'd be cool. Yeah. But I've been in that situation so many times, bro, where it's About like, it only takes a second. Yes. It only takes a second to be like, damn, dude. Like, boom. I got a, I got a real life example. A real life example. I had a sibling that was gambling their money away. They losing major. I go to the casino with them. They're my ride. I ride there. I win. I'm up. They're down bad, bad. So I'm asking them, like, let's go. You you down. Let's go. Stop pulling out my... He turns around like, bitch, wooty woo. You the reason. I had a hot cup of coffee. I mean, the hottest coffee. I, I instantly see red. My hands start to shake. And the only thing my mind kept telling me was, douse this bitch with this hot coffee and whoop that ass. That, I, I saw it in my head so many times. My hands start shaking. I start spilling the coffee out the cup. I had to walk away. And my wife saw this. She like, bro, you going crazy. And I said, baby, this ain't me. Because I said, I didn't care about the casino. I didn't care about the family member getting beat to pieces. It's called in his face and skin off because I saw red. So I backed up. I, went, I even had to set the coffee down. Because my mind kept telling me, douse that bitch. And I didn't want to do that. And my family member know who he is. I love him. My, my motherfucker. I love him. But in situations like that, you got to understand, like, I was I was up. I was tired. I, come on, I got work the next day. And he steady pressing the issue, losing more and more and more and won't, won't get away. So my biggest mistake I made was even jumping in the car with somebody that has an addiction like that and putting myself in that situation. So at the end of the day, I wasn't even mad at that family member. I was mad at myself for not taking my own vehicle. Yeah. So yeah. that's a personal example of how I had to deal with drawing back, withdrawing from a situation that's going to lead into another situation. So always think, let me take myself out this situation and see if this is, it, it goes away. Because a lot of times when you're in a situation where you're the fire, you're going to burn everything down around you. Now, I want to say that again. A lot of situations, you'll be the fire and fire will burn everything it touches. Don't be the fire. It's okay. There's a lot of anger that's okay. There's competitive anger. Mm -hmm. When you're competing, you're with this other team and you're mad as you can ever be because maybe you're down by four points, eight minutes or eight seconds left on the clock and you're angry because you know you should win this game. That anger is okay because you're going to put that anger into a sport. So you're converting it. You're taking it from a, being an anger state of mind to a physical anger that you're actually utilizing that anger to make you better at that sport or worse mm -hmm. or worse. But it's utilizing a different aspect instead of I'm just angry here and my mind is telling me to break something. It's I'm angry here. Let's go get this three. Let's put up this rock. Let's get this rebound. Let's crash the boards. You know what I mean? So their anger isn't always bad, but most of the time on the 85%, I would say anger is usually bad. Usually you're the fire that's going to burn something down. Yeah. Cause I should be like, why am I mad? Like even in the argument yes. in the relationship or like whatever in an argument, in why general, am like, I mad? Why am I mad? How did I allow this person to take me out of my element? But even like when you argue, you're like what the fuck are we arguing about? about at all. <laughs> what are we arguing about? You trying to match? That was <laughs> next question. You trying to smoke? <laughs> you know, just dealing with that. And I feel like, like I said, with any anger problems, man, just leave. I've learned that. Like I said, early in my life. Just leave, walk away from some situation because everything don't have to be addressed. You know yep. what I'm saying? Everything don't have to be a physical altercation. Everything don't have to be a even a verbal altercation. Sometimes it's easy to leave. And I would say the next time some shit come back up, then you handle your business because you done walked away. You'd been a bigger person and did that. Next time, fuck them up. Yeah, fuck them <laughs> up. And always remember, man, a lot of a lot of the times when you feel like some you're angry, the person that you're angry with. Don't even know you angry at them. So you could be just mad about something they did a while back. And then you like, shit, I should, I should fuck them up for when they did me like that. But a lot of the times, the people that made you angry once will be those people that are in control of your emotions. You got to allow them to control yourself. 
I mean, that's a big deal. You got to learn to control yourself because control yourself. anger is not you. That's anger right. isn't anyone. Anger is a part of you. Anger is a state of mind. It's an it's an, it's an emotion. emotion. Yeah. So when you allow yourself to become so emotional, put yourself in those Drake pair of shoes, so to speak, that everybody talk about he wears. I love him. Shout out to Drake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't be so emotional. You know what I mean? Let your emotions be part of you, but don't let your emotions control you. And then, and then, yeah, I, I agree hundred percent with that. And then also like just talking about depression or anger. Um, some people like me personally, when I was going through my anger shit, like I didn't feel like I needed like a, a, a counselor or I needed to speak to somebody. I think my situations would have been better if I did though, yes. but I felt like I didn't need it. Some people need it. So like I said, the hotline, again, the suicide hotline is 800-273-8255. And not even just dealing with depression, that they help you with anger, too. I've never called them, but it's a helping hand. Reach out to your closest friends. You know, somebody, you probably, oh, I can't have this conversation with them. If they're close to you and you trust them, have that conversation, man. Because yes. that's the problem. People are not having that conversation. Open up. And then it's too late. You know, they in jail. They in, they dead. Or they didn't kill somebody. Or they didn't kill themselves. Don't I'm wait. I want to throw out some some acronyms. My my homeboys always said L I G, L I G. So when something makes you hot, just think to yourself L I G. What L I G stands for is let it go. There's either two things you can do: you can either let it out or let it go. So most of the times, letting it out helps you just as well as letting it go. But if you let go of something too many times, somebody will create a pattern out of that and notice. Like if I keep trying to push him here, he gonna get over it anyway. So if he front, let's just say, I'm not sort of speaking my personal life. Let's say I, I front a nigga. A dime sack. Okay, I did it one time. He don't pay you back. You let it walk. It's two years later. You nigga come back for another dime. You completely forgot it. You letting it go. But as as they're doing that, they know that, oh, he forgot. But nigga never forget. You still owe, but you letting it go because you feel like, I mean, it's just this. It's a small amount. It's something, you know what I mean? It's minuscule. But you also want to think to yourself, like, how many times do you are you supposed to let something go? Like, how many times do you let somebody slide? What is? How many times can you let somebody... Turn, do something to you where you feel like, okay, this is the time where I addressed it. But all the time, L-I-G, it, it goes for letting it go when it comes to small stuff. But sometimes you have to let it out. So you got to tell them, like, hey, man, I know you keep doing this. I know you keep motherfucking voice trying it. to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So voice it. Voice it or just let it go internally. But you always want to find a way to open it up. You want that shit to be open at all times because if you become a closed door, you're blocking the stuff to come in, you're blocking the stuff to go out. Think about that. Look at it. Look at jealousy, depression, anger, everything has doors. You you, you want to either be out the way of that door, let that door open, let that, you know what I mean? Slam that door, lock it. You you decide. And if you got people pushing you to, to do dumb shit, bro, let them go too. Yeah, you let damn people straight. Let go. Let, let, let people like I always say positive vibes, man. I live on that shit because nigga, I don't want to be mad at nobody. I don't want to really argue with nobody. You know what I'm saying? I just really want to be happy, my nigga. Period. And I didn't you didn't everybody didn't been in that part in their life where shit was just fucked up. You know what I'm saying? It was negative vibes, negative people, and shit that some some sometimes you couldn't even control it because it's people that you had to live with. And I ain't saying that's my situation, but I'm just saying like it's people around you, work, you know, home, you know, wherever, you know what I'm saying, you gotta deal with the shit. So let 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 let, let those people go or or try to ignore them the best way you can. Because and at the end of the day, it's gonna save your ass at the end of the day. True story. And if you feel a certain way, always, always be the person that addresses that because the more you let shit build up, the bigger the explosion is gonna be. You hear me? The more you let shit build up, the bigger the explosion gonna be. And it, and it ain't even on no tough shit either. No. Like, you know, like people be trying, you like. <laughs> and and like I, I, I got it. And, and people feel like they have to 
show. I have to show you how I feel. Cause yeah. you keep testing me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at this at some point you gotta check yourself. Lick yourself in the mirror, like, dude, this shit is not fucking worth it right it, now. It, this ain't I'm me. I'm out of character. Exactly. I am out of character. Breathe, step back, and just just see if it, if that situation that you in, did you put yourself there? Are you the reason you angry? Are you the reason you depressed? Take responsibility. Take accountability. Be who you are, no matter who don't like it. I mean, you have to be that person because a lot of people won't be you. There's no one that can be you, so you have to be you for your sake. You hear me? And then I guess also while we on the on the subject, people that's dealing with people that have these anger problems or depression, I want to speak more about anger because people are in a relationship where they're getting abused and beat up, um, and not knowing which way to really turn. You know, should I call the cops? I don't want. They like I don't really yeah. want him to get arrested yep. or her to get yep. arrested. But you also got to save yourself and also save the next person that might be with this person. And or, they could kill the next person they with because you didn't speak up when they was whipping your ass. You exactly. know what I mean? And then you're going to feel even worse about the situation because you could have saved that person. And if you got kids with somebody that's constantly just hauling off and whipping your ass for no reason, you don't need to put your kids around that. It'll affect them for the rest of their life. They will They will see that. And sometimes abuse don't even got to be physical. It can be mental. It can be verbal. verbal. It can be like words that you're saying constantly. It can be the B word. And every female hates the B word. What is the B word? Why you gotta say it like that? <laughs> but yeah, so just Dylan, just just let that shit be known. Um, I don't know if they got a domestic hotline. I did not put there that There probably in. is. I'm, I'm sure, 100% there is. I'm sure I'll put it in the uh, post once I post it. But um, reach out to those people, man. You 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 are able to live your life how you want to live it. Um, and there's certain things you can't control. These are some of these things you can't control as far as uh, like anger shit. Get a counselor. Um, talk to somebody, man. Yes. Uh, a lot of people are afraid to. A lot of people got insurance to talk to to get yes, free counseling. Yes, your company offers yeah. it. A lot of good companies. If you got a four hundred one k with your company, they offer uh, counseling for you, your family. They got marriage counseling. They got just someone you can call and talk to that you don't do. You don't know them personally. It's a, it helps a lot not knowing the person that you're talking to because they can't go back and tell people that or, or judge you. Yes. Because if you sitting on the phone talking to one of your homies and you tell them, like, hey, man, I'm real sad on the side. I'm broken. And this nigga may be like, y'all, that's crazy, bro. He get right off the phone like, man, tell me why Duke bitch ass is over there <laughs> on the Crying phone. Talking about, I'm sad, cuz. And being, being black sucks sometimes. I'll be real. Because black people don't give a fuck, dog. They be on the phone like, yeah, you a crybaby ass bitch. And you really broken. You know what I mean? Don't you know. really, really just broke up with your girl. I'm sad. I'm depressed. He's talking nigga. about that bitch was a hoe anyway. You done gave this bitch 16 years of your life. You know, you don't want to hear that. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, a lot of the times you got to motherfucking... Sometimes you got to talk to yourself. Sometimes the best advice you can get, your best counsel is yourself. I mean, you can sit back and have full-blown conversations. And, and you can't judge you. I mean... So, the, so yeah. So at the end of the day, anger or depression, the best thing, like you said, is either let it go or let it out. Yes. Um. At the end of the day, and you got any closing remarks you want to say about? Um. I just want to say, uh, just keep your head up, man. Some get in that mirror before you do anything in your day, and just tell yourself before you step out the door after you brush your teeth, make sure you brush your teeth first. Look in the mirror. Don't do that either. That's <laughs> gonna be on the podcast. <laughs> That's gonna be another episode. Look in the mirror and say, man, I control my day. I control my destiny. This is my day. It belongs to me. Just say those words, man. Repeat to yourself, man. This is my day. I control this day. This is my day. It belongs to me. Mm-hmm. And then run your day how you want to run your day. Don't let nothing interfere with your energy, man. And I just want to end on a, on a good vibes, man. Keep it positive, man. Keep your head up, man. And no matter what you're going through, it will only get better. And remember that it rains before the suns come out. And the only way to see a rainbow is to let it rain a little bit. And the sun will shine, though. That's, that's what I want to end on a good note. 
Yeah. And then and then I want to end though, man. Like I said, like a lot of people go through these situations. Reach out to these these numbers. These your resources is major. Um, like I said, if you want to live your best life, re- reach out to these folks or reach out to the closest people around you so you can get this shit off your chest. The worst thing you can do is keep the shit in, and like he said, it's gonna build up and build up till you and do some crazy, until you do some crazy ass shit that you gonna regret. He gonna be sitting in that cell like, damn, I should never even hit this bitch, or you I never should have fought this nigga, or I should have shot that nigga, or killed yeah, fifty six times, yeah, and reloaded the thirty and empty it out again. You yeah, should, some, yeah, some dumb shit. So, so yeah, so just keep them positive vibes around y'all you know what i'm saying and and i'm gonna i'm gonna speak on how i feel he's speaking on how he feel there's all, there's other scenarios that people deal with anger and depression or different stories people have dealt with these are just our views and how we come from and what we've seen from people or ourselves um just to better you know help somebody out that might maybe listening um and also shout out to my viewers man i know like i said the content has not been out there in a couple weeks due to my um, personal issues of dealing with my sister uh and, and other issues that i've been dealing with um, but we back. Um, and again, I appreciate y'all for viewing Larvo Talk and supporting and T-shirts. The T-shirts are out. I have delivered some this week. Um, if you do want a Larvo Talk, I have black and white T-shirts. They are $25. Um, I know some of y'all trying to be cheap and shit, but support. support. And, the, and the $25 go a long way. It's not just for the shirt, so to speak. It's for the, to support everything that we're going to be doing in the, the, the future. Everything my nephew, he's moving towards. So this is a step towards helping him build up where he started. So if you mess with my nephew and if you want to support what he's doing that twenty five dollars is it's minuscule. It's small. It's it's so small that you don't even remember it's there. If you can go out and spend, and y'all got y'all fucking stimulus. You feel <laughs> y'all me? Y'all got y'all motherfucking stimulus. And they about to drop off the goddamn state and the feds to y'all. Yeah, y'all big bags. Got four. Throw that twenty five, man. Man. So yeah, again, I appreciate y'all tuning in, man. This is a Black Man Podcast, and we out. Yes, sir. And I did want to speak about the 2020 uh, stats of last year. Um, So these are the suicide um, facts of last year. Um, Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the U.S. Um, There's been 132 Americans that have died, that died by suicide each day last year. Um, There's been 1.4 million Americans um, that had had attempted uh, suicide last year. Um, Women are more likely to... um, attempt to do suicides um but men are 3.6 times uh have actually committed suicide so that's saying women have tried more men have actually did it more um to actually commit suicide um 50 of all suicides have been caused by a firearm um 10.3 of americans have uh thought about suicide 54% 54% Americans have been affected by suicide. Um, and then the second leading cause of death, ages from 10 to 34, have been to about suicide. And then I also want to include the suicide number is 800-273-8255. And then the domestic hotline is 800-799-7233. Reach out if you need the help. Um, these are sources to help you guys and to uh, to keep you guys here on this on this earth breathing. So that's it.